Just a quick heads up that I am currently on maternity leave, which means that the Fertility Co podcast is taking a break. But please don't panic because I'm already working on some exciting things behind the scenes. And when I come back, I'm really looking forward to sharing with you a brand new, completely free mini course all about ovulation and finding your fertile window. In the meantime, there are still heaps of ways that you can continue to learn about your fertility and your menstrual cycle while I take a break. If you're just getting started with charting your cycle, you can check out my free fertility roadmap. If you want to dive deeper and learn exactly when you're ovulating, then you can watch my Fix Your Fertility Masterclass. There is, of course, also my Conceive with Confidence workshop series and, of course, my flagship online program, Fertility School. If you want individualized support from a trained fertility educator, that's me, then you can book in to my wait list for a one-on-one consult. And I would love to work with you to achieve your fertility goals in 2024. Spots are strictly limited though. And links to all of those resources are in the show notes. In this episode, we're talking about why you should be setting your new year's resolutions right now in February. There is a method to my madness, I promise. Let's dive in. Hey, I'm Rachel, and I'm obsessed with all things periods, pregnancy, pelvic floor, and helping women just like you to navigate all of life's major milestones. I'm a physiotherapist and natural fertility educator, and my passion is teaching women how to take control of their health. Fertility, pregnancy, nutrition, and menstrual cycle health, we'll dive deep into all of it right here. All those questions you've been secretly Googling, all those things you're too embarrassed to ask your doctor, because, well, we're women. Shouldn't we just know this stuff? So get comfy and get ready to finally have all of your questions answered. Hit subscribe now and let me teach you what they never taught us in health class. You're listening to the Mana Women's Wellness Podcast. Want to say goodbye to hormonal contraceptives and their weird and unpleasant side effects? Want to improve your chances of conceiving quickly and naturally? Sounds like you need my fertility roadmap, my simple three-step system to understanding your body's natural fertile signs and pinpointing ovulation day so that you can use this knowledge to achieve or avoid pregnancy. To grab your free copy, head over to manawomenswellness.com forward slash roadmap. Hello and welcome to episode 21 of the Minor Women's Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel, and today we are mixing it up a little and I am sharing why I believe you should be setting your New Year's resolutions right now in February and why January could be used to prepare for the year ahead instead of diving into new habits that will likely die off in a matter of weeks. Now, I want you to think back about a month ago to New Year's Eve. The clock strikes midnight, we cheer and hug and kiss and say Happy New Year. We're already likely up past our regular bedtime, glass of champagne in our hand, and since Christmas the week before, we have been eating our weight in food, drinking too much, and lounging around in the Australian sun, or curled up under a blanket, for those of you listening in the Northern Hemisphere. Either way, do you really think these first few minutes of the new year are really setting you up for success when it comes to New Year's resolutions and healthy habits? Not so much. Of the 60% of us who actually commit to making a New Year's resolution, only 8% of us actually achieve them. 
We've all done it. We've stuck to our resolutions for a day, maybe a week if we're really committed. And while we make these bold declarations with the best of intentions, once the novelty of a new year wears off and we're back to work and the daily grind, we usually end right up back where we started. And with an added bonus, we have that guilty feeling that creeps in because once again, we haven't seen our goals through. If you're listening in real time, how are you doing? Has that guilty feeling arrived yet? So here were the top 10 New Year's resolutions for 2020, according to Inc.com. One, actually sticking to my New Year's resolution. Two, trying something new. Three, eating more of my favorite foods. Four, losing weight or going on a diet. Five, going to the gym. Six, being happier. Seven, being more healthy. Eight, being a better person. Nine, upgrading my technology. And 10, staying motivated. Now, 2020 was an absolute shit show of a year, so I'm willing to bet that even less than 8% actually stuck to their resolutions in 2020. But I'm also pretty sure that the number of people making resolutions for 2021 and really committed to making a fresh start will also be a lot higher than normal, especially when it comes to our health, our self-care, managing our stress levels, and realizing what our priorities actually are. And so if you like everyone else, we're glad to see the end of 2020 and you were ready to make a change, then maybe we should change the way we go about making our New Year's resolutions or goal setting in general. And the first thing that I think we need to change is when we set these goals. So here's why February is the ideal time to start your goals. First, I want you to think about how you usually spend New Year's Day. Now, I have a confession here. I am not a huge fan of New Year's Eve. As a kid, we always left for our summer family holidays bright and early on New Year's Day, so I am very much accustomed to an early night on New Year's Eve. And as I've gotten older, nothing much has changed. I honestly don't think I've ever really had an amazing New Year's Eve, and I feel like it's mostly just drinking and waiting around until midnight. And then it hits midnight, and I'm ready to go to bed. And so now on New Year's Eve, you will likely find me asleep in bed, getting woken up by the fireworks set off by the locals and getting really quite annoyed about it all. But I do love the feeling of a fresh start. I do love the feeling on New Year's Day, a new planner, a blank calendar, and of course, setting goals for where I want to be this time next year. And that is how I like to spend New Year's Day. But I know that I am most likely the exception to this rule. Most people will spend it tired or hungover from the night before. You're likely on holiday, so you're not living in your usual routine. And in Australia, we're in summer and life is good. It just feels easier to go for a walk, to exercise, to eat healthy when you're not bogged down with emails and phone calls and the daily commute. You're likely recovering from the last couple of weeks of December, which has been full of social catch-ups, too much food and overindulging because it's the holidays after all. And it's really likely that you just need a minute to catch your breath before you dive into the whole new year, new me craze. And that is why I truly believe that starting your new year's resolutions in January is setting you up for failure. So instead, I want you to spend January recovering from last year, which I think we all need this year especially. Rest, take a moment to catch up and really reflect on the year you've just had and start thinking about the changes you would like to make in the new year. And then by the time February 1st rolls around, we are back into the swing of things. We're back at work, we're back at studying, kids are back at school, and that frantic end of year buzz has faded away. We're likely back into our regular daily routines, back into everyday life. And this is when we take action. 
But like I said, this doesn't mean you spend all of January overindulging. You spend it planning, you you prepare for the year ahead, and you'll put yourself in the best possible position to actually achieve your goals. So in January, I want you to try out different versions of your goals too. So if your goal is to exercise more often and find a fitness plan that you can actually stick to, January is the time to try some different ones out. So dip your toes in the water before you commit to that year-long gym membership. YouTube is full of amazing free workouts or sign up for a free trial on an app or monthly subscription service. If you can't stick to it for seven days when you're in peak motivation mode, you are not going to stick to it for the rest of the year. So save your money. Find a time that will work best for you. So first thing in the morning or after dinner at night, schedule it in to your calendar and play around with it. Is five days a week unsustainable? Maybe start with three days and then work your way up. Then by February, you'll have figured out what you like, what works for you, and you'll be more likely to see your resolutions through to March and beyond when real life returns. Plan, plan, plan is my best advice. You might not know this about me, but I am OCD level organized. I have a Google calendar that basically maps out my work days from the moment I wake up to the moment I finish work and wind down for the day. Weekends are mine and they're a little more flexible, so I don't plan them with quite the same structure. But I'm building a business while working full-time as a physio. I'm planning a wedding, Dan works shift work, and I have a lot of stuff in my head. The more of that stuff that I can write down and actually book in a time for, then the less my head feels full and the less stressed and overwhelmed I feel. Now, I'm not saying that you have to be like me and have a Google calendar, a paper planner, a work diary, and an appointment calendar. It's a lot, I know. But I do suggest you throw your to-do list out the window and instead actually schedule in a time to do those things on your to-do list. This will keep you on track and by dedicating time to actually go for a walk or meal prep or have a bath or whatever it is that you want to do more of in the new year, knowing that you're going to do it on a specific time on a specific day will be a game changer for you. And so, Your homework is that I want you to schedule in time to sit down and actually write your goals for the new year. And because I'm a physio and we are very specific on goal setting for our clients, I want you to set SMART goals. So if your goal is to exercise more, I want you to set this as a SMART goal. So SMART, S-M-A-R-T, means it's specific, it's measurable, it's achievable, it's realistic, and it's time-bound. So specific. I don't want your goal to be exercise more. I want you to get specific. How many times a week do you want to exercise? How long for? What time of day? How much time will you need to block off in your calendar to make it happen? Next, your goal needs to be measurable. So how will you know that you've actually achieved this goal? Will you keep a tracker of what days you worked out and what days you skipped? Where will you keep the tracker? Another reason why I love a paper planner. Next, your goal needs to be achievable. This is why we use January to explore our options. We want our goals to be achievable and sustainable. We don't want to get to March and wonder why the hell we wanted to do this to ourselves and why we signed up for a year-long gym membership that we have still not used. Realistic. Your goals need to be realistic. If you're not a morning person, setting an alarm an hour early to wake up and exercise is likely not realistic for you. That's okay, you just need to make it work for you. So if you know you have regular commitments in the morning or the evening, that's fine. You work around them, but you need to acknowledge that these other commitments exist and that sometimes life happens. And that is why I love a planner. 
Finally, your goals need to be time bound. So New Year's resolutions make this really easy because often we can use a time frame of this time next year. But maybe you want to achieve your goals faster. Set a date to review them and actually reflect on how you've been going. Reflect on your progress. Maybe you want to exercise three times a week by May, then four times a week by July, then five times by October. Be specific and set a time to review your progress. I want you to write your goals out and stick them somewhere that you'll see them every single day. There are so many ways to do this and you are only limited by your creativity here. So write it on a post-it and stick it to your bathroom mirror, the toilet door, the dashboard in your car, make a vision board and hang it on your wall, whatever works for you. But put your goals down somewhere that you will see them every single day so that you can keep yourself accountable. You are 42% more likely to achieve your goal if you write it down. 42%. Writing a goal down forces you to get clear on what exactly you want to achieve and it motivates you to take action. Can you imagine looking at that same post-it for 365 days in a row, scheduling in an exact time during your day to make that happen? Stick with this and I have no doubt in my mind that you will be one of those 8% that actually sticks with your New Year's resolutions this year, not just because you're starting in February either. If you're thinking you've missed the boat because it's already February and you haven't yet started exploring your goals for the year, it's not too late. Take advantage that you're already back into your normal routine and start incorporating your new habits into your regular week. I guarantee you will find out in a week or two what will stick and what needs changing. I hope you are having a fabulous start to the new year. I am a planning nut and I would love nothing more than to see how you plan your life. Paper planners, Google Calendar, send me a photo of your favorite planning tools because I love to see how other people are doing things. Seriously, the research that goes into my planners for the year is really ridiculous. So today's episode was a little different to usual. It was short and sweet, but if you learned something new or found value in it, because I know it's a little bit different to what I normally talk about, I want to know. Send me a DM on Instagram. Send me your planning pictures and let me know what you want me to talk about in upcoming episodes too, especially if your goals and your New Year's resolutions are related to your health. As I've said before, this podcast is for you and I want to talk about the things that are most important to you. So any topic suggestions, I love to hear. So you can get today's show notes with everything I talked about in this episode, as well as links to freebies and other related episodes at manawomenswellness.com forward slash 21. I will see you in next week's episode where we are back to fertility and I have something really special to share with you. Until next time. If you've made it this far, you deserve a huge virtual hug because you just finished another episode of the Mana Women's Wellness Podcast. New episodes are released every Wednesday, so make sure you hit subscribe now so you don't miss when the latest goes live. Why not make my day and leave me a quick rating and review while you're over there? If you want more, head on over to Instagram at Mana Women's Wellness, slide into my DMs and say hello, or you can visit manawomenswellness.com forward slash podcast for show notes and access to all of the freebies that I talked about in this episode. Until next time. Let's talk about TempDrop. TempDrop's wearable sensor and accompanying charting app brings the full fertility tracking solution right to your phone. Wear the TempDrop sensor on your upper arm during sleep and then just sync to the charting app whenever it's convenient for you. 
Tempdrop believes that every woman should be empowered and equipped with the knowledge to take control of their body. Sound familiar? That's where Tempdrop steps in to provide clear science-backed technology to help you to better track your cycle. I only recommend products that I use and love, and I love my Tempdrop tracker. You can get 10% off your tracker with the code AFFertilityCo or head to fertilityco.com.au forward slash Tempdrop for more information.